Hi, and welcome to day five. We are talking about fructans and gluten-free and celiac with this quick 10-minute audio support for the elimination diet. A lot of times through the elimination diet, of course, we're going to begin with um, gluten avoidance. And the reason that we're doing that is because gluten is such a large protein and it takes a, it takes some time to clear the digestive system. It can take, um, that's why the elimination of it for 30 days is important because if you have a sensitivity, which may or may not be heartburn, IBS, alternating constipation with diarrhea, you may even just have headaches or fatigue or already have an autoimmune condition and that's why you're doing the elimination diet. But if you're sensitive to gluten in particular, you may have immediate relief when you avoid it, but then others, it may take much longer for them to have relief of avoidance. That's why we do the full 30 days. But it may or may not be gluten that is actually at the root of the sensitivity. It can be other ingredients that are commonly found in um, gluten-based products such as hydrolyzed proteins, malts, starches. These are all things that can be, unless you're baking your own bread or you know exactly what you're putting in, maybe you're making your own pasta, that would be different. So a lot of times where we find gluten is in wheat, cereals, pastas, and you really want to read the labels of products that you're buying that are pre pre-made and making sure that they don't have these other things like the hydrolyzed proteins, the starches, the malts, um, which can be just as irritating, causing, you know, bloating, upset stomach, increased irritable bowel symptoms, increased symptoms in general. And you may feel better on a gluten-free diet, even if you're not sensitive because Gluten-free grains are automatically low in food maps, which are, so including the fructans. And fructans are, it's actually a short-chain carbohydrate. And a study in Norway, which highlighted fructans, talked about the fact that fructans are in wheat, barley, onions, chickpeas, so think hummus, dates, prunes, raisins, watermelon. And when they did this study in Norway and they gave people these energy bars that one was gluten-free, one was fructans-free, and then the other was just a placebo bar, that there was, with the fructans bar, there were far more people that self-reported having bloating after eating it, even over the, you know, the gluten bar. Is it fructans? Is it gluten? It, it, it'll be hard to tell until you're sorting through the foods yourself and seeing how your body feels after eating them. And this is why there's not one, one main approach to the elimination diet because everybody is so uniquely different. And when you're looking at what you're sensitive to, it'll be different than the next person. And and things that bother you may not bother someone else. And so you can't have just a one-size-fits-all approach to it. Let's talk about celiac briefly. So celiac is an actual 
allergy to glutens. So that is like an allergic reaction. About 1% of people are actually celiac and they get very sick when they eat gluten, very sick, or they, you know, pop rashes, feel awful. 12% of people get digestive symptoms after eating gluten. And even though there's no, you know, allergy, quote unquote, there is a sensitivity, but only 12%. Many people that think that they are gluten sensitive perhaps have this fructin sensitivity instead. But the only way to really know is to work through the foods like you can through the elimination diet. And as you're adding things back or say, for example, you've taken away gluten and it's been a few weeks and you want to... And you're still, let's say you're eating watermelon and you're eating onions and you're eating hummus and you're eating prunes and raisins. Those may be something to take out and analyze your symptoms. If you feel better and you don't have any sort of bloating, then it's possible that these fructans are behind your symptoms and not, not gluten. There, there is some testing that you can do for of course, there's uh, in mainstream allopathic medicine, there's blood testing for celiac. But again, 1% of the population has this. So gluten sensitivity, there are some Cyrex testing, which these are blood tests that are done through functional medicine, where they take a blood sample and can see how the reaction is. I do think, though, one of the best ways to really know how you feel with or without gluten is to live and eat with and without gluten. So if you're non-celiac gluten sensitivity, you can avoid gluten pretty well with, with eating a whole foods plant-based diet. You do have to be careful with the amount of packaged gluten-free products. I've definitely fallen into this trap myself of certain chips that are gluten-free, crackers. There are a lot, when you start reading the ingredients on the back of some of these boxes, although tasty and seem to fill you know, a craving for you, they may be counterproductive because they've got these other things in them like starches and hydrolyzed proteins. And they're just not a great, you, you're not really doing yourself any favors by eating these kind of things. So trying to eat foods in their most natural source is always going to be the best way, the best way to go. Let's talk just real quickly about sourdough bread and the difference there. So sourdough bread has gluten, but its fermentation process removes the fructans. Let's say you're eating sourdough bread and you just don't feel that bloating or any of the GI issues that maybe you are getting when you're eating other bread. It could be the fructans because those are not in the sourdough bread. Soy sauce is another thing that we're uh, eliminating, but as you bring it back after 21 days, it contains gluten, but it's low, it's low in fructans. And then beer also comes to mind as well. There are certain beers that are going to be 
uh, low in maybe gluten, but high in fructans. So you definitely want to see if you're getting excessive gas, bloating, diarrhea, several hours after eating oh, a lot of um, garlic or chickpeas or dates, watermelon, then we want to think about these fructans. So great job on getting here to day five. We're so close to one week in, which is a third of the way there. And I hope that you're already feeling a little bit better in your symptoms and that you're keeping a symptom log so that you can just see how daily you feel. I know initially some people can feel worse and then begin to, I sort of say like the fog lifts and you kind of get used to the things that you're eating. It's just such a, maybe a switch from, from things you had been eating before, but these uh, these products that you're eating now are so much healthier for you and you're healing your body as well as potentially uncovering some of these sensitivities you didn't even know were there. So be sure to keep making your food log and your symptom log so that you can keep track of you know, how this is going when you look back and it's 10 days later from now, you can kind of see how far you've come. So if you're, uh, if you're looking for more support with the elimination diet, you can visit jenrice.podia.com. That's J-E-N-N-R-I-C-E.podia.com. And there um, should be in February, we have released the Elimination Diet Companion, which is more of an all-encompassing um, support guide to help you through these 21 days. And you can also take a look there at our love your gut club membership program which helps to heal and optimize gut health it's a great opportunity for you to be a part of a community where there is support over um, and a commitment really to yourself over a year's worth of time because change takes time it takes um, switching habits habits take time to develop um, so i hope you'll check that out and we'll see you tomorrow